Y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to the 31st podcast of, you know, we would never, y'all, Beyonce, Beyonce's back, she's back, uh, before we get to that, um, y'all, we have a long, not really a long show, this is gonna be like a short, kind of a short show, because, um, my computer, yet again, wants to be like a whole air- airport, you know, Delta variant in the background, <laughs> but, um, yeah, y'all, Beyonce's back, um, we're gonna be talking about Billie Eilish today and her it's not funny. Her album is uh, is amazing, but um, we're gonna talk about her live performance. Um, we're gonna talk about Justin Bieber. Uh, we're gonna talk about Camilla Beck. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. But of course, we're gonna start with the Queen. We're gonna talk about the Queen and, and her landing. And it's just like, yes. So yeah, let's just get into it. <laughs> Y'all, okay, so the queen, she decides to, yeah, okay, so, first of all, she's back. She's back. I mean, like, I thought she was coming back, but, like, not like this. Not like, she's, she's very much giving us 2016 anticipation. She's giving us Ivy Park. She's very much giving us that, but she's giving us hints. She's giving us hints because she had, who she have? She had Snow Allegra. She had... Toby up in that commercial. She had everybody up in that commercial, y'all. And I'm just like, are we getting a feature-heavy album? Like, Lemonade? Or, like, like what are we giving? Like, like, like what is it giving? Because I'm like, I, I just, I don't know, y'all. But what is, because I had to get on Twitter today, and I was like, y'all, wake up. Get up out of your seats. <laughs> because y'all were not getting what I was trying to say. Like, and so what, what did I tweet? I said, and now, yeah, finally somebody said it. And I was like, do y'all remember like last year or like earlier this year when she was like um, doing that poetic um, uh, Ivy Park thing that she did earlier this year? And it said um, a Friday in September when she was doing that little, you know, um, photo shoot. And it had G- G- Gianni. Uh, oh, my gosh. What? I know her name. Like, like don't come for me. Hold on. Uh What is her? What? Oh my gosh! I know her name. Uh, n- yeah, n- Nikki, <laughs> Nikki Giovanni, a uh, poet in the background, and she was talking about you know if I'm gonna be black, I I want you know it to be, you know, fermented or something, <laughs> whatever she had said, and I was just like, okay, do y'all remember? And then I was like, y'all, she's coming. Because I remember when I saw the, um, I grabbed a clip of it. And I was like, y'all, she got, she had like 7,000 um, uh, Lacey um, uh, hard drives. And I was like, y'all, the queen is coming. She got all these like little hard drives on her laptop. And I'm like, she's giving us hints. Like she was giving us hints back then. And then she drops today. Like, she ain't drop. Oh, my gosh. She ain't gone. She dropped today. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I would not be. <laughs> you, thought, you thought I would come into work clock in? No, I think not. <laughs> Y'all would see me next week. <laughs> um, so I can bring down the album. But, no, she came and she delivered. Like, like she said, look, she said, what she said? She said, I have insomnia. She said, look, I have been depressed, basically. She was just like, she came for all you uh, think piece hoes talking about something. Oh, yeah. Uh, we live in a world with boundaries and a lot of access. There are uh, many internet therapists, um, comic critics, and experts with no expertise. <laughs> she, she came for you, Wendy. She came for you, Wendy. Okay, you capital P, Dilho. Like, it's just like, I can't. I really can't, but I can. I, I'm choosing to can today, okay? Um, it's just, like, girl, you really... <laughs> You really thought you were going to get away. And I love that she, you know, 
You know she's a Virgo, so she, she, you know she's going to address herself in everything that she does. And so when she was like, our reality can be warped because <laughs> it's based on a, um, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's based on a personalized algorithm. It shows us whatever truths we are searching for, and that's dangerous. We can create our own false reality when we are not fed um, a balance of what's truly going on in the world. And <laughs> I'm just like, are you preaching? Like, are you preaching? Like, yes. And, but the part that I love, when she was like, um, hold on, a lot of who I am is received, uh, is reserved for the people I love and trust. Those who don't know me and have, uh, and have never met me might interpret that as being closed off. Trust me, <laughs> Uh, the reason uh, those folks don't see certain things about me is because my Virgo self doesn't does not want them to see it. It's not because it doesn't exist. And I'm like, period. I'm like, this woman is a mother of three. Like, she has done so many things. Why do you think? Why do you need to know her? Why do you need to know her up and down and around the corner? Y'all did the same thing to Whitney. Y'all did the same thing to Whitney. Meanwhile, Aretha Franklin literally died in peace. <laughs> I don't understand. Y'all pick and, and, and it's mainly black folk. Y'all pick and choose who y'all really want to know about. But for some reason, Whitney and Beyonce, y'all wanted to pick and, and choose and, and like literally pick apart until when you find out the tea, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's really some stuff there, but you're just like, did we really need to know? Did we really need to know? Like, because <laughs> meanwhile, rest in peace to the queen. But Aretha literally died in the background. And that's why I can't wait to uh, watch her movie. Because if we find out some tea, y'all going to be looking very stupid. Y'all going to look like a bunch of Wendy Williams. Because I'm like, y'all don't know what y'all looking for. Y'all don't know what y'all want. <laughs> it's just, it's giving very much unfermented tea. Like, it's just, <laughs> I can't. But moving on. So <laughs> I just, I love this whole spread. She very, very much came for the girl. She was just like, yeah, y'all got me messed up. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I, I'm a, a queen, basically. She was just like, I have three children. Um, Blue was basically, you know, taking a bath in honey. <laughs> but no, she did say that she uh, had insomnia, basically, after the tour. And like, after, I think she was, when she was uh, editing for um, Black is King, and like what the beehive is running with, they were like, oh my gosh, that's why she was uh high on tour, or that's why she was looking high on tour because she did, she said on tour she discovered CBD oil. And I'm just like, Beyonce, you did not have to tell us that. Cause now <laughs> Beehive's gonna go back into the archives and be like, oh my gosh, that's why she was looking crazy and doing the crip walk <laughs> on tour. And I'm just like, y'all. <laughs> but let me like see. I love when Beyonce, when she tells her stories, I just, I love it because it's literally story time. It's story time. Like, I just, I, I, I love it. I love it. But, um, yeah, like, she's coming, and I'm just, like, I'm excited because the niggas right now, they're, they're not, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're looking for, and they're, they're, they're not coming. So it's just like, yes, Beyonce, please save the music industry because you clearly know what you want to do. She said that she wants that uh, creative business um, you know, cause now she's about to be 40. She's like, look, I already did. I'm doing Ivy Park now, but she's like, look, I want to do something outside of music. And I'm like, yeah, please create, basically create a camera line, do something, <laughs> do something, create, extend your legacy because it's like these other people, they're not doing anything. <laughs> it's like you, there's literally space for you. Like, man, please. Um, but yeah, let's move on to, uh, um, Billie Eilish, y'all. <laughs> I, y'all, I'm a huge fan of Billy. I don't know why. I think I know why. Cause like after when she won all them Grammys, I was just like, okay, yeah, she's white, and yeah, she's in this whole room. And you know, I did look up her net worth, y'all, and I was like, uh, okay, Billy. <laughs> and but I love the fact that she's humble. Her and her, her and Phineas, one thing they're gonna do, they, they did, they one of the ones who learned from the queen themselves. Okay, like they learned from the queen because when they're on Twitter. They're on Twitter for business only. They're on Twitter for what they're on Twitter for. They know how to fame, okay? And I'm going to keep saying that is my tag, that is my tagline, okay? They know how to fame. They know how to fame, unlike 
the, the person over there. <laughs> but her her net worth, you know, is fifty million dollars, and and, um, <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, all right, Bailey, all right. And she's still living in her childhood home. The only one who isn't is uh, Phineas. And I was just like, wow. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> listen, if I made some coin too, I wouldn't, I, you think I would stay in, in my two-inch room? I would not. But uh, Billy, like, she's, she's doing what she needs to do. But I remember, like, when she won all them Grammys, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this white girl is winning all these things. And I'm pretty sure she felt a certain way about it, too. But, like, she also has a lot of gratitude. And that's the reason why, you know, I love her. But with this album, she really uh, was really honest. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I think people needed to, like myself, people needed her to grow. Because, like, when she won that, I think she was either 17 or 18. I think she was probably 17. And so now she's 19, almost 20. And she's literally happier than ever. And I'm just like, y'all need to realize this woman was abused. And y'all were basically low-key victim-blaming an abused person. And I'm like, y'all need to check yourselves. Y'all really need to check yourselves. Um, because the album is fire. The album is everything. It's just like, I, like you can have all types of think pieces you know, about her being in, I guess, quote-unquote, black spaces. But it's just like, okay, you cannot blame Phineas for being apparently inspired by um, Timbaland and things like that. Like... I mean, okay, like, <laughs> what you gonna do now? Like, it's just, I mean, you, you can't make it not bop. You just can't make it. <laughs> Word to Kenya. But, um, but yeah, apparently her, uh, she had a, uh, um, she had a Jimmy, was it Jimmy? Was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy? Who was it? Let me see. It was one of these performances today or last night. Um, Who is it? Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. And so I get. I think it was just Billy Eilish fan. No, it was it was clearly Billy Eilish haters. But um, they were like, "Oh my gosh, you know, the, her mic wasn't on." And I'm like, "What are y'all talking about?" I I can I can distinct when somebody's lip sync. So even my own faves. Um, and so when I heard it, I was like, "Yes, yeah, she she better sing." And I didn't think she was lip syncing, but some people did. And I was just like, okay, look, it's not like she can't sing. She sung that album. So it's just like, I, I don't understand why people were thinking, you know, she couldn't sing this and third. But um, yeah, the album's great. I just hope that, I, I think it's going to get some, you know, it's Billy Eilish. Like the Grammys are not going to sit there and be like, okay, yeah, we gave you something before and then snub her for the rest of her days. I don't, I don't think so. If they do, then... There needs to be a Grammy documentary. There needs to be a, a, a Grammy something because it's just like, Grammys, you have been wishy-washy for the longest time. Um, but on to some other non-Grammy news. It's, it's some weird topic that I really wanted to talk about. So I remember when I was watching the, uh, as I started to slowly become a Billie Eilish fan, I, like, I, watched, I listened to the album and I was like, okay, I forgot to watch her uh, documentary when it came out. Because um, I guess I was like, like, because I started this podcast and I was like, okay, I want to wait until the full album comes out and then watch this. And so I watched it. And then I remember when her mom was like, oh, you know, um, Billy is a huge Justin Bieber fan. And then she was like, I don't know how anybody of any age is, you know, doing this without a parent. And I was like, true, you know, facts. Come on. You know, I, um, that, that is the truth. But I'm also I'm asking the same question. And so I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, Justin Bieber's mom was fakely there because, I mean, I used to be a, I used to be a fan, okay? Well, like, when I was 15, I used to be a fan. But uh, apparently, <laughs> now I'm going to tread lightly because, you know, I'm trying to be uh, in Beyonce's school. But um, <laughs> apparently, Justin Bieber's father was not there, okay? He, he, he was, you know, singing in the background, <laughs> He was barely singing in the background. He was singing outside. Um, yeah, allegedly. It's, yeah, it, well, not allegedly. It's on, it's on Google.com. Um, <laughs> has had a tumultuous relationship with his father, uh, Jeremy Bieber, uh, for most of his life since uh, 
the mother, uh, Patty, who was also his manager. Huh? Okay, what? Th that's weird. Because I thought school... Okay, well then I, okay, then we're gonna get some things. Cause wait, 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 cause no, no, cause wait. Mm -mm. Okay, let me read this again. Singer songwriter Justin Bieber has had a tumultuous relationship with his father, Jeremy Bieber, for most of his life since the singer was primarily raised by his single mother, Patty Millette, who was also his manager and often spotted on the road with him. His dad was painted to be an absent, uh, an absent parent. Okay. Now pause, cause cause my thing is, he wasn't painted. He 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 literally wasn't there. But um, I'm on to you, Miss Patty, because I remember when the whole uh, cause we talked about this before in the podcast, um, when the little twist situation was happening, and he was you know being painted all over the news. Miss Patty Cake Baker, uh, Baker's man, you, you were not there. I, I I don't remember seeing Patty anywhere, and so I'm going back to you know Billy Eilish's uh, uh, mother's um, question. Where was she? Really, where was she? Because I was I remember everybody every parent was asking where is his mother, where is his parents. We like we knew his father was going to get a side because you know he was dealing with whatever he was dealing with. But ma'am, where were you? And I'm pretty sure that's why like I, every time I try to fake watch these little, you know, documentaries, it's not giving me what I need to it, it's not really giving because his mom, it looks like he it looks like she was just, you know, there to get a check. And I and I'm I'm gonna just say it like it is because like it, it <laughs> It's been done in the industry before where they just like, ooh, they sell their children into this industry, and then boom, 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 it happened to Raven Simone. <laughs> so, you know, but moving on. To Camilla, y'all, I don't even know why she's even, even in the industry at this point, but Camilla Cabello, she's out here trying to have another album, trying to have another single, and then she's also doing the Cinderella movie, and she's about to sing the legendary Janet Jackson's single, Rhythm Nation, y'all. You heard <sighs> Rhythm Nation. My thing is, nobody asked for this. Like, why are we doing another Cinderella movie? It's it's like. I feel like white people like and, and white execs, they saw Brandy do what she had to do. They saw what Whitney had to do with that movie. And all of a sudden, white people just kept on making movies. They were like, no, that movie was too perfect. Let's just, let, let, let's, let's go after that. Let, let, let's combat the, the, the progressiveness. And that was in the 90s. So imagine, you know, they keep on trying to like make that movie not exist. Because that movie's finally now on Disney Plus, but like what, 20 years later? Like like Brandy is finally having to make things happen again. Like it's just it, it's giving racism, man. <laughs> it's, it's giving racism. But um and yeah, and it's, it's, we about to get into Normani, but yeah, it's mighty funny how she's doing all this while while Normani is, you know. Is getting sabotaged because I listen. I got some tea about that. Um, earlier this week, it was getting, it, it was glitching during her promotion, and I'm just like, huh? But um, yeah. So next topic: Is she being sabotaged? I, I think so. I think I think she's really being sabotaged because it was glitching in all types of countries, um, and then. But yeah, I'm gonna play this. Hopefully, yeah, I'm gonna play this video real quick because it was like, hold on, because I found this video and and it, 
shout out to Black Tea Blog, but like she put it so perfectly. Um, okay. You guys remember in my last video, I did bring up that Normani did an interview where she actually said that she put her own money into Wildside. And I've contemplated about this situation, and I've always came to the same conclusion. Normani's team is neglecting her obvious potential. She can dance, she can sing, and so much more. Now with the newfound news, what happens to her actual career? Does she stay with RCA where there's blatant issues or can she move on to the label Def Jam where her label exec is going? Another receipt that I have that actually proves my point that Normani could be under the same fate as Tinashe is the fact that yet another Normani performance was canceled. Now, according to NBC, they did announce that yet another change to the August 12th Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon lineup and Normani is no longer listed. They actually have a whole new list. This list is actually Billie Eilish, Barbara Streisand, Billy Crystal, and Kit Harrington. This is a blatant misrepresentation of this girl's talent. She has had two places actually canceled, and y'all had her perform her new single at a tequila launch party? This is not fair to Normani, and like I said in my other videos, people can be out there lying, but I've said from the beginning, I want Normani to win, and this, to me, seems like sabotage, allegedly. You guys remember when Janelle Monet actually signed to Epic. When she signed to Epic, she was under her label exec, L.A. Reid. Now, in 2017, L.A. Reid was accused of harassment, and he actually left the label. We know that Janelle Monet last put out an album in 2018, and she's kind of been stuck in limbo. She has been doing some movies, and I'm really hoping that this doesn't happen to Normani. Something else that you guys should know is that RCA is what we call... Okay, so y'all heard all that, and that L.A. Reid tea, I literally forgot about that, because like it happens in this culture, we just be like, oh, wow, that's sad, that happened, and moving on. Because you mean to tell me, wait, so L.A. Reid had his little, you know, boom boom moment, and you still had niggas talking about something, oh, Bill Cosby ain't do nothing, LA, uh, R. Kelly ain't do nothing, like... And then L.A. Reid, he just gets to quietly leave. Meanwhile, a powerhouse, in my mind, a talent, in my mind, Janelle Monet is stuck in limbo? So imagine, you mean to tell me that Normani is literally, quite literally, stuck in the situation because now her execs are like, look, I'm not about to be in this little this kids bop built label and so I'm about to move to Def Jam where legends like um, I, I, I'm forgetting at the moment but like legendary people have been at Def Jam like and it's I'm, cause I'm not about to deny her talent but I'm like it, what's different between her and Tanache is that Tanache is like she, she's she's talented, but she's really talented. Like I've I've been watching her since uh since like 2014. So like she has a home studio. I don't know if Normani can produce. That, that, that that's my only thing. And if she can, then that's perfect. I would want her to be independent because it's like, girl, all you need to do is do what Tanache did. And then find your team. Find your team. And I know it's going to be hard because then, then you got to be like, oh, my gosh, like I got to take a whole break again. You know, and Wildside, that, that would not mean that Wildside was a waste of money. But it's just like, RCA, what are you doing? Because like what? Because I know I cut it off at the video right there. But like an imprint means like it's it's just a piece of a label. It's, it's, it's not an entire label. Um, and it's just in charge of the... Uh, the distribution of like videos, clothes, and just like that, like like they they're basically trying to front and act like they're a label, but they really have no control over nothing. And if they have no control over nothing, then <laughs> it just it it it's really sad at this point. Um, but yeah, I 
Um, but when I looked up L.A. Reid's harassment, I was like, oh, okay, who did he harass? Drew Dixon. And I was like, oh, I remember that face. You know why I remember that face? Because that's, that's the same, the, uh, the girl that, um, she was uh, harassed by Russell Simmons. So I'm like, oh, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. And it's just, it's really sad that like every, okay, sorry, y'all y- y'all know it cuts out when um, I forget to elongate the podcast. I thought it was just going to be like a 25 minute thing. No, we have to get into some things. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's just really sad that like this is getting swept under the rug when we know us as black people, if you know that if you in a house and you know, black people are like, oh, you know, let, let's just keep it under the rug. Uh, the rug is lumpy. The rug is very much lumpy. So, um. But yeah, moving on to Victoria Monet, y'all. I watched her little documentary on Apple Music because she released her single, uh, Coasting. And it's just like, it, it, it's giving. It's very much giving. But um, she said what we've been trying to say. She said what we've been trying to say. She said, look, I'm tired of writing for you. <laughs> so I'm tired of writing. I'm tired of writing. <laughs> she said, look, I, you know, I, I love writing. I love working. But I want y'all to like my stuff. I want y'all to, you know, it, it gets to a point where you're like, look, I'm tired of coming into work every day. I'm writing for y'all, you know, you love. She, she didn't say the names, but she was like, you know, I write for all these other people. I write for, I think she writes for, she might write for Ari, and she, I know she writes for Ari and Ronnie, but she might write for Ari Lennox, I think, or she, she writes for all these other artists, but it's like, okay, it's a quick check, but like, y'all don't see me. Like, when she gets on stage and she has all this voice, Ain't nothing happening. And it's just like, yeah, she's not getting a push. And it's just like, it's really sad. It's really sad. A whole white woman can take your, you know, <laughs> Linden style. <laughs> and it's just like, she wouldn't be if it weren't for, because like, like, let's keep it real. If Ariana Grande didn't get a push from like Nickelodeon and after that and a couple of suntans, she would not be where she, if she didn't surround herself, like back in 2013, when all these white people were coming out trying to, you know, hop on our style, she, she wouldn't be, she really wouldn't be like, yes, yeah, she has a voice, but like, it, it kind of, it was weird, it was weird for me, like when, uh, in 2013, people were like, oh, she's the new Mariah Carey, and I know, I know Mariah Carey was probably like pissed off because, and I know Nick, Nick Cannon's, you know, dislike. Uh, built behind didn't get it because he, you know, he loves white women. He didn't get it because, hello, Mariah Carey is black. <laughs> Mariah Carey is very much black. Like, I just, I don't understand, but like, that's a whole different podcast. It's a whole different podcast. Um, and it was probably, uh, you know, um, insulting to, uh, to her because Nick Cannon over here told me some, yeah, you know, she don't like it, but you know, but, but, but that's just, Hate to say it, you know, that's just niggas being niggas. And I'm just like, okay, let's just cast them to the side because, like, <laughs> and then I have the nerve to put on this, you know, this turban and then don't want to say um, free, pa- uh, free Palestine. It's just, it's not giving is it's what it is. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it must be sad to be, um, sometimes, to be Victoria Monet. And it's just like, she has all this talent, you know, she jumps back into different decades, has all these concepts, and a certain pocket of the culture. We love her. You know, I have her, her record right now. Like, I have Jaguar. Like, I love it. And it's just, I don't know, it's, just, it's really sad. And I'm just like, yeah, that's why I put in my notes. Give her her things. And it's just like, yeah. But um, also, give Tanasha her things, because the album, it, it, it's, you can't put her in a box. You can't put her in a box. <laughs> Like it's giving manifestation. It's giving. It's giving everything. Like she is giving Neil soul. Like she was like, "Look, I've been away for a minute, but like, y'all going to give me my things." Like I don't. Like at this point, she doesn't care if she's like nominated for anything. But she's like, "Look, I worked. I have a team. This is what independent looks like. <laughs> this is what because like like y'all pushed niggas ain't giving. But this is what myself looks like. <laughs> and, and and it's just." I'm I'm so happy for, for Tanache because just like I don't know, but it's something about like pushed people. They're not giving what it used to back in the day. Like it's just it it just it doesn't look right, and then it, it just it really don't look right because all these execs that are in the room, like they'd be like, oh, do this, do this. Like I remember I heard something where Tanache she was like, or maybe it was an article, uh, they were saying that um, her last label that she was on, she was crying because she couldn't do uh, her. 
original album cover, she couldn't use it on her debut album. And I'm just like, <laughs> I wish somebody would <laughs> try to do that to me. Like, I, I wouldn't cry. I would beat the mess up. <laughs> like, they would be like, security, security. Aaron is fighting in the, <laughs> in the executive office. <laughs> like, like, it wouldn't be me. It would not be me. But, like, I know she's, not, she's a whole Aquarius. So, so like, I, I know it. I know it, you know. But not, not me. Not my Virgo bond. <laughs> I would be like, look, I work too hard. You know, I work too hard to do this photo shoot. Um, but it, it's all about growth. It really is um, uh, for, for Tanache because it's just like, it, it's growing pains. I remember when I had to learn that because it's just like, this is your craft. This is your business. And these probably white men and, and you know, um, black stand-ins are probably telling this probably tiny woman saying, oh, you, you, you got to do this to get ahead. Meanwhile, they making her lick toilet seats. It's just, okay. But, um, yeah, moving on to another side note topic. <laughs> I know we hate this term, but uh, crabs in a barrel. <laughs> um, so you know how we've been watching, or kind of low-key, kind of not really watching the, um, the Olympics, right? And so I was watching, and then you know how I went on YouTube when, it, when something is recommended, and I was like, oh, Gabby Douglas, she was on... Um, uh, Oprah at one point, and I was like, well, uh, uh, of course, you know, she was, she was hot, you know, back then, you know, she was on and popping, and I was like, oh, she's, she's not in the Olympics anymore, you know, who, let, let me see what she was on for. Apparently, there was a controversy about her hair, y'all. I, <laughs> you know, I had to put it in my notes, because I was like, wow, black women cannot be, black women, just, they, they just can't be. You mean to tell me, in that same, in that, and it was in 2012, so you mean to tell me, Blue Ivy had, had the same, a, a, whole, a whole child had that happen. N not even like, she, she wasn't even 10. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. That's why I can't wait for Blue Ivy to make her first diss album. Like, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for my niece to make her first diss album against you, you know, boomers. Um, it's just, <laughs> I, I can't wait because it's just like, you mean to tell me in 2012, Blue Ivy was accused of being fake birthed, <laughs> fake born. She was accused of being the Antichrist. I just, I, I can't even. I, I really can't even. Um, but yeah, Gabby Douglas, like, they were upset because they were like, oh my gosh, her hair is unkempt. Her hair is just, oh my gosh, during the Olympics? You mean to tell me while you're sweating, you people can't, you out there, you can't even do a cartwheel without breaking your arm. You can't even twist your shoulder. You can't even clap your hands right. And you out there talking about her hair is out of place? Like, you can't even run down the street, let alone in Tokyo. Let alone in Tokyo. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Like, but it's just, it just reminds me of everything that's going on right now. So, like, basically, uh, it, it, like, with Shakari Richardson, the same people... And it's just, it reminds me of Brown Skin Girl, the lyrics in Brown Skin Girl, the same people um, that were broken are the same people that are taking over. <laughs> and, that, and that's so true, because the same people, we, and I say we loosely, because I'm still in Sakari Richardson's side. <laughs> Let's make that clear. But uh, the same people that applauded Sakari Richardson, like, yes, oh my gosh, she did everything, woo, 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 were the same conservative black folk that were like, oh my God, she, she, she got what she deserved. She, she, she did this, she did that. Um, a learning lesson type T. Like, what are you talking about? And, and, and certain black folk, I, I just, th this is a note for you. This is an ear lesson. For, this is an earworm for you. I would just like to understand. Yeah, I would really like to understand. What are we conserving? Hmm? Really, what are we conserving? Because if it's y'all's child, you'd be like, oh, no, that's not fair, uh, this, that, and the third. But for whatever reason, a lot of black folks, like, y'all like to watch from the sidelines and point fingers. But let the roles be reversed. It's like y'all turn into black Karens, and it's just like I just I don't understand. I really don't understand. But um, that's why I'm really on Takari Richardson's side. And it's just, it, 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 you know what it gives. It, it, it really gives coon. But, um, <laughs> yeah, because how quickly y'all turned on her. And it's just, it, it don't make no sense. But, um, 
but yeah, she has every right to be upset. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, congrats to Elaine Thompson <laughs> because everybody was like, oh my gosh, you know, Elaine Thompson, she uh, broke uh, uh, JoJo's, um, uh, 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 what's her name? I know what her name is. Hold on. Uh, she broke Flojo's record. And they were like, oh, uh, they were just being mean. They were like, oh, uh, Shakari could never. And it's just like, y'all were the same ones hooting and hollering and saying, oh, yes, I can't wait for her to break Flojo's record. Meanwhile, just because like somebody from Jamaica did, it's just like, <laughs> y'all were the same, but I'm really not surprised. Y'all were the same one talking stuff about Beyonce's Blackest King. So I'm just like, I'm not even, I'm not even surprised. Not even surprised. Anyway, let, let's move on to Rihanna being a billionaire. <laughs> I, I kind of understand the, the discourse around this because unless it's Beyonce, we, we tune in. But now that it's, it's Rihanna, it's like, okay. Because I think Beyonce, like Rihanna, she's so out of touch. And she's been, she's been in a lot of controversies. Um, in the past couple of years where it's just like Rihanna, like you over here using, she's not even using aunt chain. She out here using like, uh, I think Arabic symbols. I'm like, ma'am, aren't you from Barbados? Like use your own garb, use your own certain thing. Like, like she just, she, she, I don't know. And people are just questioning her worth and they just like, I don't know, but she's self-made. And then you got people talking about, oh, but I thought we were going to eat the rich. And it's just like, yeah, I get that. I understand it. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, my only stance on this is just like, okay, look, if Rihanna starts giving back, that would be nice. If, if she's not having people in sweatshops, I would just like that. Other than that, <laughs> congratulations, Rihanna. I like that's just it. Because I you know Beyonce's on the way to becoming a billionaire. <laughs> And I think she already is. So it's just like, okay, and, and next case, I'm on the docket. <laughs> um, um, cause y'all don't be saying anything about your local billionaires. Like I just, I don't <laughs> keep the same energy for, uh, anyway. Yeah, P. Diddy, he is starting a new label, and he like he made it unclear. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm starting a new label, but it's not for me. It's for R&B music, and I'm like, okay. I just, I'm, I'm confused. Anyway, next topic, Dr. Dre. <laughs> y'all, they were, they were clowning him on Twitter, y'all, because his daughter is living out of a car. Now this is a person that we can we, we can drag. You know why? Because of the whole Michele situation and, and and everything. Because he's a whole abusive man. His now we can eat him. We can eat him because he has done everything wrong. Okay, we can eat him. Take away his wealth. Everything. Take away his. Take away everything. Okay, his assets. Everything. Um. Because yeah. It's, Everybody was like, yeah, I don't care how old, you know, my daughter is. And it's just like, yeah, a lot of black people, I don't know what it is. When, when black people, like, if they get certain things and, and they see children growing, it's like, like they want to talk about certain generational wealth and, and they want to have all these big speeches. But when they get to a certain point in their life, they're like, oh, yeah, but, but you grown now. And it's just like, but what happened to generational wealth? <laughs> what happened to that conversation you had two seconds ago? Like, I... I, I will never understand that. I'll never understand that. But I just seen that this is Dr. Dre, and he clearly don't care about black women. And if he has a son, the son is getting the money. So it's just like, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's weird. Sons get to be kids. I hope you know, black, black men they, they, and, and fathers, they get to be kids. It's the women that get to be grown for whatever reason. Uh, think about that. Like, it's, it's so weird to me. Like, <laughs> especially when men hit their 30s. Like, oh, he was a kid. A kid? <laughs> Child, let, let me be a kid, too. Um, even though I'm still in my 20s. Let me be a kid. <laughs> Where kids be, get to be a kid. <laughs> Listen. But, um... 
Yeah. Moving on to Lauren Hill. Listen, Lauren Hill, she said, stop worrying about my lateness. I'm in the Matrix <laughs> trying to save souls. <laughs> and I'm just like, period. Lauren, like, I get it. She don't want to come back. Because the music industry is like, it's the industry. Okay? And you have to adjust to it. And, and, and I get that. But she said what she had to say. She was like, look, I'll do a couple of features here and there. But like, wow. Nas did his thing. And, and I understand. Like, like Nas, he's a Virgo. So it's just like, I just, I'm happy about it. But it's just like, I'm also sad because like his second album or like his what? This is his sequel to his, is this his 10th or 11th album? Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, King's Disease 2. Um, I think it's I think it's 10th or something. Anyway, uh you can see how he was just like, okay, yeah, I got my Grammy fi finally, but it, like it, it's just weird and, and I don't want to make an in it it an astrology thing, but I just I don't know. We are expected to just be humble until the day we die. To the day we because you can hear it in Beyonce's voice and her writing voice. It's just like we are expected to be certain things, but for some reason, I'm like, give me to tell me, Nas, Nas just now got a Grammy. The most unproblematic person got a Grammy, and, and I know you know him and Khalees, so uh, you know. Uh, had their issues and, and this, that, and the third. But I mean, I'm talking about like musically, did nothing wrong. And in the public, I did nothing wrong. But I can't say that about, uh, you know, Nikki too. It's just like, she, she should have been had one too. But that's why we're saying, you know, like let's eat the entire Grammys because they don't mean anything. And it's just, it's really sad. That whole album was just everything. It was just like, it, it was it was real. It was a refreshing album because it was refreshing music because it was like, okay, hip hop is back. And it's like, Nas, I know you're like, <laughs> you, you're always going to be here, but I'm just like, I can't have these people leaving because it's like, that's what I need. Because these new people, like the babies and like, like little baby, he can still be here. But certain other people, it's just like, go back to the drawing board, take out your notes or something because it's like, Hip-hop is supposed to be poetry. That's what it's supposed to be. And, and some of y'all just, just getting up on the mic and, and, and giving very much notes at. Like, I just, I don't understand. But, um, yeah, moving on. Y'all, Kanye ain't released at all. <laughs> Kanye did not release at all whatsoever. <laughs> and it's just like... I don't know. I think he's just trolling, but I'm just like, okay, Kanye. Like, I, I, I really do not care. I, I don't because it's just like, okay, Kanye. Does anybody really care? It's just like, I mean, he's just, he's a stand-in at this point. It's just like, I'm, I really am interested in Drake's release though. Like, I'm really excited about that. But um, other than that, okay, um, Andrew Cuomo, guys, he. He's resigning. <laughs> He's resigning. It's like he thought things were just gonna like like other news was gonna flood. No, like like he he's resigning because I think after uh, um somebody at the meet uh, like the head of the Me Too movement was uh, connected to him, they, they were like, yeah, no, uh, like I think she resigned, and then he was like, yeah, okay, no, let me just find I resign, excuse me, and I was just like, yeah. I mean, resign, <laughs> like, period. But, um, yeah, moving on. Okay, so I keep on calling this man Carlton. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Alfonso from Fresh Prince, he feels like he not, he, he not black enough, and neither does Jeopardy. <laughs> Listen. Because I think, is he getting replaced? <laughs> no, because it, y'all, it's not funny. But I think he's he's getting replaced. Hold on. 
I think he's getting replaced because he did all that hooting and hollering talking about something. Oh, back in my high school days or back in the 90s, I never felt black enough. And it's like, didn't you have that, that uh, rant on like the Apollo talking about something? When I go to parties, I leave with white women. I leave. I leave. <laughs> okay, you, you leave. You said it with your full chest hairs. Like, if you don't get out of here with your white woman, aren't you married to a white woman? <laughs> and then you want to complain and be like, oh, the black community doesn't like like me, ooh, because <laughs> you over here saying you don't like black people. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't with Negroes or with Negors <laughs> like him. Like, listen, it's one thing to have, and I hate this word, it's one thing to have a preference. <laughs> it's another to be like, yeah, I'm not like those black people. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Do you know how you sound like? Do you know how you sound like? Because hold on, I'm going to play this. <laughs> I know exactly how you sound like. <laughs> hold on. I got to play this. Come on, ad. If you don't leave... the lady from That's a Raven. Like, you sound like those, like, you sound like a white supremacy. You sound like a white person. I don't hire black, like, and, and he tries to, like, defend it, be talking about something. I have white people in my family. I am biracial. Okay, and so is Alicia Keys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> so is Alicia Keys. So is, I think, Zoe Kravitz. So is so many other people. And you the only one talking about something. Oh, my gosh. I am biracial. So, therefore, I got to pick my white. Uh, what are you talking about? As if they're going to pander to your black behind. Like, I just, I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Anyway, what I can't with either is Jake Gyllenhaal and the rest of his white stinky people. Stinky people, y'all. Like, I just, <laughs> stinky. Y'all, he literally got on Beyonce's internet. Yes, because it's going to stay being Beyonce's internet. Talking about some, he agrees with um, Ashton Kutcher. Let's first start with Jake, and then we're going to close. Because <laughs> this, listen. Isn't, he said, isn't fond of taking a shower regularly. I find bathing to be less necessary. What? I do believe because of Elvis Costello is wonderful that good manners and, and bad breath get um, you nowhere. So I do that. But I do also think that there's a whole world of not bathing that is also really helpful for the skin and maintenance. <laughs> Moisturizer. Oils. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And then Kristen, Kristen Bell, and then we're like, oh yeah, I believe in that too. I don't bathe them until you know I the the, the stink, the stink. Get out of here. Get out of here. And then let, let's get to my notes because I'm about to roast all y'all. I'm starting to feel like we live in a world of Paw Patrol. Okay, we live in the world of dogs. Why are we letting these pe the literal animals? Literal, because I think, yeah, 
They said we clean, one of them heifers said that we clean ourselves. <laughs> like, we clean ourselves. What, what, what are we, cats? What are we, cats? Hmm. They said we clean ourselves. I'm confused because it's like, okay, we're letting these white people run the world, run whole countries, and my thing, run conversations, write laws. And my thing is, they breath and boo boo stink. And like, but they think that they're supreme. I'm just, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm really confused. Sorry, it cut off again because I thought it was just gonna be 50 minutes. Um, yeah, y'all, they don't bathe, but yet they think they're supreme. I'm, I'm confused. They over here talking, like, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But um, yeah, y'all, I think that's gonna be it for the show. Well, and then, yeah, Austin McBroom, you know, the one who held that uh, TikTok versus YouTuber fight, he ain't playing it up. He ain't paying his employees. So, yeah, he getting sued for $100 million. Yeah, y'all can eat him because apparently he rich, too. And it's just it's a whole lot of mess. But, um, yeah, y'all, that is it for today's show. I'm so excited about Beyonce coming back. I'm excited for uh, Virgo season coming up because, yeah, you know, my birthday is September 8th. And, um, yeah, a whole lot of things are happening. But, yeah, bathing, bathing. All these white people at bathing, I just, they want the funk. <laughs> they want the funk. And it's just like, I can't. I can't. It's like, I feel like a Beyonce in life, but I'm hot. I'm hot. And I don't feel the presence, but I, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm in the South, and I'm hot. <laughs> and the, listen, I, I'll see y'all next time, next Friday. Peace. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to the You Thought We Wouldn't Notice podcast. Thank you so much. But um, it would mean the world to me if you became a member. Become a member for just, you know, $4.99, $10. If you would, you know, splurge on black content, premium content. Because soon, this is going to be a video-based content. Um, content and podcast so um yeah i'm just i'm really excited y'all like i'm really excited and also go to my website at erinlamarwalker.com where you can find all of this information um my store merch my art my book everything um yeah so i'm just i'm so excited yes this is a whole new outro a whole new outro y'all a whole new outro and um yeah i'm just i'm really excited y'all like this podcast was a light throughout this entire year, this this entire pandemonium pandemic. And I'm just, I'm really excited. So y'all, just thank you. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Thank you. And um, yeah, peace.